Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, what a night here at Target Center. What an improbable win for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Welcome in to Timberwolves tonight here on News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm your host, Henry Lake, and for the next 30 minutes, we will talk Timberwolves basketball, and specifically, we will dive into this 128-126 victory over the Toronto Raptors. Going to open up the phone lines for you if you're leaving Target Center, because I've just seen a bunch of you just scattering through Target Center in the Skyway, heading to your cars, you're hopping in your cars, you're heading home. If you happen to be home by now, if you watched on television, 651-461-9226. I'll give you that number again, 651 651- 461-9226. I'll start with this just being a total team effort. This, to me, at least in my opinion, is one of the better wins on the season for the Timberwolves. Not because it was the Toronto Raptors, because quite frankly, the Toronto Raptors are a team that in the Eastern Conference they've been underachieving this season. But they're still a team that has talent. I believe it's one of the better wins just the way that the entire game shook out. It was one of those games in which it looked like Toronto was going to run away with things. And then the the Timberwolves will put up a fight, and they'll climb back into this thing. And then they could never get it past um, a six-point deficit. And then what ends up happening? Toronto pushes it back to 15. Or Toronto pushes it back to 12. Or Toronto pushes it back to 14. That's just the way that it went the entire night. But the Timberwolves kept scratching and clawing and getting back into it. And they weren't taking the they weren't taking it lying down with the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors were like, no, 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 we're the better team. We're gonna go ahead go in here and steal this. You guys are tired. You guys are on a back to back. You guys didn't get to Minnesota until five AM. And so you guys are tired. And we expect you to quit. We expect you to to lose this basketball game. And the Timberwolves did not quit at all. They fought every single minute of this game. And I just really feel like this is one of the better performances by the uh, by the Timberwolves as a collective. This was a total team effort in pulling out this 128 to 126 
victory. And there are a few people that I should note, and the first person that we'll start with, um, that was money uh, in tonight's victory, was D'Angelo Russell. Okay, let's start with D'Lo. Uh, D'Lo offensively was spectacular. And when I say spectacular, you'll look at the, the stats and you'll say that he hit 8 of 15, he knocked down five three-point shots. But to me, when I say spectacular, I'm talking about he was spectacular in the fourth. In that fourth quarter, when they needed a bucket, D'Lo knew what to do. He knew to take threes and make threes, and he knocked down four three-point shots. I know for a fact, I, th- I, think, I, think, they were th- I think three of them were consecutive three-pointers. So D'Angelo Russell, he rose to the occasion. No Cat, and we know he's been out for a while. No Rudy. You knew that you're shorthanded. But it didn't matter. He was able to go in there and get it done tonight. And, you know, I think more than anything, nights like tonight, when the Wolves are shorthanded, I do think that we see the value of how D'Angelo Russell plays. And, And I say that because when he is in that mode of, I know I got Ant, and I know I got Jaden, but you know what? I got to get a bucket. He's very effective that way. And and that's the D-Lo that we saw tonight. So I was really, really impressed with the, the floor game of D'Angelo Russell, uh, specifically late uh, in that basketball game. The other thing that I want to point out, because, I, because look, I do these Timberwolves tonight all week long, and one of the themes of Timberwolves tonight is the versatility of Jaden McDaniels. We talk about the explosiveness and the talent of Anthony Edwards, right? Those are things that we'll get to almost every single night. But there's one big, massive point that I want to make tonight before I get to your phone calls that I have to state. Of all of the games this year, I haven't seen the Timberwolves collectively as a team contest shots on defense like they did in the fourth quarter tonight. Did you guys see that? I'm dead serious. Y'all saw Anthony Edwards flying all over the place. How about the help side defense from Nas Reed? Like, they were flying. What about Jade McDaniels? They were everywhere. That was noticeable tonight. The Wolves closed the game out on a 23-7 run to win this basketball game. But the biggest thing that should be noted is the way that they contested defensively every single shot that Toronto took in the fourth quarter. That, to me, was the reason why they were able to pull this game out. They contested everything tonight. And they didn't make it easy or allow it to be easy for the Toronto Raptors. And Toronto's got some shot makers. In the first half, I thought Fred Van Fleet was about to just go crazy. Because he was going crazy in the first half. I didn't know if he was going to go crazy the entire game. And he ended up with his 25. Gary Trent Jr. typically dominates the Wolves. And he got 18 tonight. But in the second half, it wasn't falling the way it was falling early in the game. Scotty Barnes, he led all of them in scoring with 29 points. And he's so efficient because he's such a freak athletically, dunking everything. Transition buckets. He's long and it, it, that, that kid's got, 
he's got so much talent that resides in his body, it's not, it's not even funny. But when they needed to get stops, the Wolves got stops. And you guys know this. The Wolves a lot of times struggle with getting no stops. Your reactions, your opinions are welcome. 651-461-9226. I do want to give a quick shout-out to um, a gentleman that stopped by and said hello to me tonight. says he listens uh, to the show a lot, has been listening for a while. His name is Greg Hines. I know he's probably driving back from the game Headed back to Matamidi. So, Greg, be safe on the roads, man. And thanks for stopping over. And thanks for listening to uh, the Good Neighbor News Talk 830 WCCO. All right, let's go to uh, Landon, who's uh, leaving Target Center, headed to Shakopee. What's up, Landon? I can't hear Landon at all. There you go. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Lake. Okay, there you go. Hey, what's up, Landon? Um, I was at the game tonight. It was super fun. It was super fun to watch D'Lo. And um, I think that uh, Kyle Anderson played one of his best games today. He Absolutely. Just, he was, he did great. He just, he was, hit, he was hitting everything. His defense was top notch. And I also have to give a big shout out to Nas Reed because he, his defense was great in the fourth quarter in the third quarter. All of the second half. Yep. No, you're spot on. And I was going to get to Kyle Anderson, but I'm glad that you got my back, Landon, and, and, and drive safe headed back to Shakopee. Appreciate the phone call here on Timberwolves tonight. Landon called it out. What Kyle Anderson has brought to this team, I think, is a lot more than what Wolves fans expected. Yes, I think that people around the league look at Kyle Anderson and his talent. And I remember going and watching Kyle Anderson going back to his uh, you know days at UCLA. He's a glue guy. Right? Like, you look at his game, and you're, you're like, he's not going to shoot, you know, that great from three, even though, talking to Jace Frederick, I shoot like 43% from three. When you look at the way that he rebounds, you look at the way that he assists, he is a glue guy. So, with Kyle Anderson in the starting lineup, he has been spectacular. And it's almost, he's getting close to getting triple doubles every single night here lately. Tonight, and Landon brought it up, Kyle Anderson shot the ball as good as you're going to find. He was 8 of 9 from the field, made both of his threes that he took tonight. He ended up with 20 points. He had 10 rebounds. He had 6 assists. Great all-around game from Kyle Anderson, and he had a couple of steals to add on top of that. Kyle Anderson is having a stretch here where he's playing so well. When Cat comes back and when Rudy comes back, like, how do we divvy up the minutes? Kyle Anderson is a glue guy. He's a guy that's been stepping up. He's playing outstanding basketball. And this is the thing about Kyle, all right? And I interviewed Kyle at the beginning of the year, and we all call him, what, slow-mo, right? Because of the way that he plays the game, the pace that he plays at. That pace throws everyone off. Like, you go to Lifetime Fitness, he got that old man game. Well, you're like, where's he? Wait, hold up. Where's he going? Is he going to the three? Is he going in the paint? Hey, bro, you're throwing me off. That's Kyle Anderson. And I think that the, his teammates are adjusting to his style of play. All right, 651-461-9226. Got to take one quick break. But coming up next, we'll talk to Brett. Leaving Target Center, we'll talk to Miguel in Minneapolis. We're talking Timberwolves basketball. They win. They defeat the Toronto Raptors 128-126. to This is Timberwolves tonight.
right, 128-126. Welcome back to Timberwolves tonight. Timberwolves defeat the Toronto Raptors here at Target Center. Outstanding game for Kyle Anderson, like Landon just mentioned. Great game from D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell with 25 points, 6 assists. Um, couple of steals. Anthony Edwards, decent game. Didn't shoot the ball that well, but when Ant needed to get a bucket, he knows what to do. Got to the free throw line. That's what he did. Ant was 11-12 from the free throw stripe tonight. Outstanding. 23 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, um, and 3 steals tonight for Anthony Edwards. Just like Landon had mentioned before the break that Cal Anderson has been awesome, and he has. Ant's been awesome. D'Lo was on the money tonight. Nas Reed's been giving quality minutes. I do want to give a quick um, um, props to Nate Knight. Nate Knight didn't even play nine minutes tonight, but I thought that he was effective in the eight minutes and 37 seconds that he got in early. Because you guys know what what happened tonight with Nas Reed. Nas got into foul trouble in the first half. I think he went to the bench. I wrote it down. Uh, Nas picks up his second foul with 8.37 in the first quarter. So he goes to the bench. They got to get minutes out of Luka. They got to get minutes out of, out of um, uh, who was I just talking about? Oh, Luka, and then they also had to get some some minutes out of uh, Nate Knight. And I thought they did a good job. And Luka, I'll say this about Luka. Luka gives you some quality minutes. Some some days are better than others, but he ain't scared. He's not scared. He ain't scared to mix it up. He ain't scared to take a shot. I like that. I'm talking about, like, Kirk Cousins, I like that. Like, I like that. I don't want him being in the game fearful of taking a three. Take that three. He's knocked down a few threes. All right, back to the phone lines. Let's check in with uh, Brett leaving Target Center. He's headed to uh, his palatial pad out in Victoria. Mr. Lake, how's it going? I'm good. How are you, sir? Good, good. It was kind of funny talking about Kyle Anderson. He's definitely the guy he'd play at flagship and wonder what he was doing at Eden Prairie. <laughs> he is. Um, he totally is. He's he's the guy. Hold on, hold on. Kyle Anderson, you know what? He's the glue guy where you're like, man, how is he making the shots? Like, where's what is he doing? He's drawing fouls. He's the guy that he's running the court. That's what he's doing, Brett. He's running the court. He's on the team that keeps running running everybody off the court. Yeah, and a couple of Vikings players playing with them during their during their breaks. Um, it was fun. So we're coming from the game, and you know, I, I do have a couple of quick questions. Like they go, you know, they get to five hundred, then they lose two games. Yeah. Now let me guess, they're going to win two games, and then they're going to. How do they break out of the routine? Of I mean, I, they got injuries, and I and I kind of keep wondering why Cats not sitting on the bench. I know he's been out since the end of November, kind of supporting his team. That was kind of what stuck out to me a little bit too at the game, but. How do they get out of this rut of losing two, winning two, and getting a little bit more consistent? I'd love to get your take on that. Well, I think that some of it is just, I think some of it's just a maturity thing. Like, I, there's, there comes a point where you cannot sit there and, and be in this mode of, okay, we've seen this happen time after time after time, and you gotta wake up and fix it. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Like, like tonight, didn't you think that defensively, they just, they did things defensively in the fourth where they got stops after stop after stop. And you see Nas is in the passing lane. You're seeing Jaden uh, contesting at the rim. You're seeing Ant 
get some steals. To me, I thought that there was a mindset that they were not going to lose. And they have to, to me, they have to have more nights like that. They, and I think it's easy to have that mindset, or I ain't gonna say easy. It's easier to have that mindset when Rudy's not there. I think it's actually easier to have that mindset when Cat's not there because you're like, we can't lean on that Cat. We can't lean on that Rudy in the paint. We gotta collectively, we gotta, we gotta all have the dog in us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it was interesting. I was sitting next to two people from Toronto, and they pointed out that I can't remember his name, but the player in Toronto that's in that Netflix basketball special with Adam Sandler, um, he's actually on the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, you're talking about Wancho, Wancho well. Hernan Gomez. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yep. That was my my son was looking at him. He's like, "Isn't that <laughs> the guy in the movie?" I said, "Yeah, he's a real player too." <laughs> yeah, he used to be with us. But but you know, let me let me say something else before I let you uh, move on to your next point, Brett. But I hear some criticism from fans, and I'm not saying he's above criticism. There's no way I'm going to sit here and say that Coach Chris Finch is above criticism and, that, you know, he's a flawless coach. I don't believe that. I don't think that. I, I like Coach Finch um, on a personal level, and I like the way that he runs offense. But I will say this. This is something that I don't think that any Timberwolves fan should be criticizing Chris Finch about. Chris Finch doesn't baby these players. He doesn't. He doesn't baby these players. Right. And, and, and so what I'm, what I, the reason why I bring up that point is when I talk about maturity and when you, um, have some bad possessions down the, the last three minutes last night, let's just be honest. They were bad. Like the Nas Reed throwing, he threw that basketball like he was Brett Favre throwing to Greg Jennings. Like no one's catching that, dude. Right. Like, so, and me and Jace laughed about that tonight, um, courtside. Like there's certain things where at the end of the games, yeah, he's trying to instruct them and trying to have them do certain things, but at the same time, he's like, man, you guys are playing. Play the game. I'm telling you what you need to do. Play the game. He doesn't baby him, so I appreciate that. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And I think the last point there was to see. I, I The cat thing, I've, I'm up and down on cat all the time. I don't like how he complains, but at the same time, he's talented. Calf strain out since the end of November. Is that typical that people won't or players don't? And I never noticed that don't not dress and then come to support the team. Or they well, he's getting worked well, on. And he, I didn't see. It. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to criticize it because, to be fair, he's been at the majority of the games that he's been out. Okay. I didn't see him. I didn't okay. see him tonight. I didn't see him tonight. But like he was there Saturday. The majority of the games I've seen him be there. Okay, I got it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Brett. Man, uh, travel safely back to. Uh, to the pad in Victoria, 651-461-9226. Let's go to Miguel in Minneapolis. What's up, Miguel? What's going on, Cousin Lake? <laughs> How you doing, man? It's been a while. Man, it's been a while, so it's good to hear you. I'm glad you're out here, baby, representing for us, holding that down. Trying to. Hey, two, man, look, two quick things. Earlier you talked about, because I heard you earlier, I, I, I was on my way up. I, I'm on my way back from Brainerd. But, uh, look. When you was talking about the B coordinator for for our favorite football team, mm-hmm. only 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 two times that they stopped someone from scoring over, you know, under twenty uh, some points a game, and you can't have Daniel Jones go for both his three hundred yards. See Miguel, see Miguel, see, Miguel, see see my my Wolves just won a game, and now you're trying to bring me down with some Vikings. Come now, on, wait, I said no, I said two points. <laughs> I said that that that's as bad as. But look, it was looking bad, and we was looking like that again. And then they turned that thing around. 
just like you were saying, I'm listening to the game I'm like, oh, Toronto <laughs> out here shooting 85 percent from the field, just giving it to us, giving up 80 points in a in a half. I'm like, I'm listening. I'm like, man, I watched basketball in the 90s. Uh, the game only got up to 95, and these cats is getting 80 at the half on us. I just thought we was gonna get blew off the water, but we were close. Like we were in thing, and they kept fighting. So I was really impressed with the team fighting. Yep. Off a back-to-back, yep. late as they were, uh, they don't have uh, two of their starters. They had every reason to give that up. And yep. usually a Timberwolf team yep. would. To see them fight like that, that was very encouraging. Not sure how we're going to end up with this season. It's a weird NBA season. But I am encouraged uh, with seeing them fighting tonight and, and playing to right, We've seen a lot of that this year. All right, thanks for the phone call from Miguel in Minneapolis. Hey, travel safe, bro. He's traveling uh, from Brainerd. Look, let me say something about just, and and I'm glad that Miguel brought brought this up because it's a fact. This is kind of a weird season. And, and, And what I mean weird is, put this in perspective. The Timberwolves are now 23 and 24. They are the seventh seed in the West. The Clippers, same record, 23 and 24. They're the eighth seed. The Golden State Warriors. The defending NBA champions with a record of 22 and 23. They're the ninth seed right now. And the Oklahoma City Thunder, they currently are the 10th seed in the Western Conference at 22 and 23. So as of today, Portland outside looking in, Phoenix outside looking in, Lakers outside. So my, my point is, is that there's plenty of season left. And we know that the Nuggets are legit. We know that the Grizzlies will contend. The, the, the Sacramento Kings—they've been the surprise team of of the uh, of the West. The Pelicans, the Mavericks, the Jazz. I think that the Timberwolves are the team that everybody should be focused in on. Not just because we live here in Minnesota, but I'm talking about around the league. And this is the reason why I say that they are positioned to be right at 500 or close to it by the All Star break. And how do they finish out the year? What does a healthy Rudy look like? What does a healthy cat look like? What does a healthy roster look like? Do they stay intact? You know, you got all these rumors out here about, you know, teams wanting to maybe possibly pony up for D-Lo. We don't know where anything's going to go. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying that this team is in a spot where if they just can consistently consistently be able to put in the type of effort we saw in the second half tonight, they'll win a few more basketball games in the second half than the first. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. Uh, We'll come back. We'll get to the highlights, and then we're done on Timberwolves tonight. All right, final segment of Timberwolves tonight. Timberwolves do defeat the Toronto Raptors. The homecoming for Gary Trent Jr. tonight. He's a baller. Wolves win 128 to 126. Uh, let me say this to the fans. It could have been more fans in the building tonight. <laughs> I'm not, and look, I'm not trying to call people out. I know we got snow yesterday and all that stuff, whatever, but man, it was a little quiet. It was a little chilly in there too tonight, though. Like, I, I, I literally thought about putting my coat on. And then I got people on Twitter that are asking me, um, about Jace Frederick and his attire tonight. I'm not sure if you saw that tweet, um, Chris, but yeah, no, ch- Jace was, topless tonight yeah he, he was sitting next to me with no shirt on so they got the win maybe this will become a thing 
Well, I, I, I know that, you know, at Vikings games, they had like the Kirko chains and kids were showing up with no shirts on. So, I, I you know, let's let's get the thing going for Jace because obviously it worked tonight. <coughs> Excuse me. See, I'm I, laughing. It's, it's, I'm laughing so hard. It's even getting Look, you worked up. I, I Maybe this should become a thing. And the reason why I say it is because Jace, no shirt. Mm-hmm. Could almost be this year's version of Mark Laurie with no shoes. <laughs> oh, I mean, maybe it should be. Maybe it should be. All right. So, so and real quickly, I want to give another shout out to, and thank you for calling earlier, Landon, for calling in. I want more of Landon calling in. Because look, I love it when young kids call the shows. I just, I've always loved it when young people call. Um, sports talk radio shows just because it's a different type of energy. Like, seriously, it's a different type of energy. I remember back when I was in college and I'm calling Scott Farrell, Farrell on the bench. I, I was like, I thought it was the coolest thing going to remotes from Munson and Benote, UGA, football and all that stuff. That just takes me back a little bit. Anyway, enough of me rambling. Let's get to these highlights and then we're done here on this program. In the first quarter, uh, man, one of the things that was happening early was Toronto getting points off of turnovers. 23-19, Raptors lead by four here. And on the attack, lost the ball in the lane. Another Wolves turnover, their fourth. Their second in as many possessions. An alley-oop slam at the other end as Ananobi throws it down off the Van Leet feed. Six-point Raptors lead, their largest of the game. We're getting late in the opening quarter. Toronto on a 7-0 run. Toronto still got some talent. I know that Kawhi left and they haven't um they haven't uh been a contender since he left, but he still I mean they still have a really good coach in Nick Nurse. They also they got Pascal Siakam. And I thought Fred was gonna go off tonight and they made a, a move for Trent. So they got some talent. They are just uh they're missing something. They, they I think that they need another big. They need to add another big to their squad. Uh, but in that second quarter, because that was the first quarter, in the second quarter, the Raptors, they kept it rolling. Timberwolves now shooting 41%, while the Raptors are at 57%. Siakam into the paint, goes up and left hand, missed the shot, offensive rebound, put back up and in, and Chris Finch needs a timeout. 8.35 left to go in the second quarter. It's all Raptors right now. They lead by 12. It feels like they've got a 20-point lead. We- all right, so they had a 10-point lead at halftime, but then in the second half, this is where the Wolves took uh, take over. And quite frankly, we always tend to struggle in the third, but not tonight here. Anthony Edwards with a three-point shot. It's amazing play just to keep it alive like he did. Here's Ant calling for it up top. Dribbles into the straightaway three. Got it. First three of the night for Ant. 8-2 Timberwolves run. They're within 5-106-101. Van Vliet crosses the timeline. Met by Edwards off the Chua screen. Nothing develops. 12 to shoot. Back off the Achua screen to his left. He'll pop on a deep contested three off the back iron. Offensive rebound, Scotty Barnes. Out to Gary Trent, wide open on the three, and he buries it. Yeah, one of us from Apple Valley, Gary Trent Jr., getting uh, the three-point shot. But Ant, he was going to knock down some more three-point shots, and in the fourth, this three-pointer tied the ball game up. Hunting for the tie. A three would do it. Delos had the hot hand here in the fourth. 14 in the frame. He sets up Edwards wing right. Ant holds. He's got Siakam on him. Ant fires on the three and ties the game. 3.55 left to play. 
It's a 19-5 Timberwolves run. They have tied it up. All right, and then in the fourth quarter, the, the Wolves finally got their lead, courtesy of Kyle Slow-Mo Anderson. Kyle Anderson beyond the arc straight away. Handoff D'Lo. Pocket pass back to Anderson. Floater in the lane off the back iron. It's up and it drops in. Kyle Anderson has given the Wolves a two-point lead. 126-124. We have 124 left to play. And eventually, you know who got the uh, the game-winning free throws? That was one D'Angelo Russell to wrap this bad boy up. All right, that's going to wrap up Timberwolves tonight with us getting the victory uh, tomorrow. Um, Steve Thompson is in for me on the Lake Show. I am in for Chad Hartman. I will talk to you guys at noon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.